Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Enjoy. Good day, everybody. I greet you in the wonderful, wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's so great to be back with you again. And I hope that you've been learning something from this teaching that I've been giving on what it means to be a Christian. Have you ever thought about it? How many people call themselves Christians? And yet when you go and look at their lifestyles, you don't see the word Christian in action. Uh, They don't compare the life that some people lead and the word that they have calling themselves Christians. I'm so uh, excited to come and teach again on this last portion of the series on what is a Christian. My name is Pastor Dion Hockey. I am from Healing Ministries International. And remember that you could follow us on Facebook and YouTube and all the social media platforms. It is so great to be with you today. And I pray that you'll have a pen and paper ready, write down some notes. If you've been following me in the last four weeks, uh, you'll know three weeks, four weeks that I've been teaching on this subject, and I want to bring all of this to a conclusion today. I want to pray for you and believe the Lord to touch you in a mighty way, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's pray and open up uh, this session and ask the Lord's blessing upon it in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you so much that once again we have this honor and privilege to come and sit and feast at the table that you have prepared for us, as the Bible says in the book of Psalms, in the midst of our enemies. I thank you, Father God, that as I teach that revelation, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge will come to your people in the name of Jesus. I pray that spiritual growth will take place. I pray that revival will come to our hearts in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father, that lives will be changed in Jesus' name. We rebuke Satan. I rebuke every plan of the enemy. I come against every lying devil in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father God, that the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and freedom. So I thank you for your anointing now upon me in Jesus' name. And if you agree with that prayer, say amen. Amen. So I'm teaching on what it means to be a Christian. So the word Christian means to be Christ-like, to be like Jesus. The word Christian is not somebody who goes to church. Uh, You know, there's so many people who say, I'm a Christian. And if you ask them, wow, are you doing the works of Jesus? They say, what do you mean? (laughs) How can you say what do you mean? If you you knew who Jesus was, and if you knew what Jesus had done, uh, you would automatically fall into the category of being a Christian, doing the works of Jesus. You know, even the devil knows who Jesus is and his demons know who Jesus is. But there's a lot of people who say they are Christians, but they are not living up to that word Christian, to be Christ-like. I remind you that if somebody comes to you and asks you, are you a Christian? And you say to them, yes, I'm a Christian. You are actually saying, look at me, I am like Jesus. Think about that when you say, I am to be like Jesus. That is the word Christian. A lot of people also say, but what is a disciple? A disciple is a follower of Jesus. Christian is to be like Jesus, to be Christ-like, 
of a disciple is a follower, one who follows Jesus. Now think about that. If you are following Jesus, you begin to uh, walk, walk like Jesus, talk like Jesus, act like Jesus. You become like Jesus. Now somebody said, but that, that, that's dangerous ground that you're treading on. No, it's not. You know, the more time you spend in the world, you begin to talk like the world, you think like the world, you act like the world. If you hang around worldly people, you know, if you watch movies on, on the TV or you do this, that, that is not, uh, you know, from God, you begin to act like that. So uh, there's an English saying, it says, birds of a feather flock together. So where you spend your time, that's what you're going to become like. The way you spend most of your time. If you read the newspaper all the time, all you're going to talk about is what you read and learned out of the newspapers, right? If you hang around corrupt people, you're going to talk like these corrupt people. You're going to start cussing and swearing just like the corrupt people. Uh, you're going to think like the corrupt people. Uh, there's a bad influence that will come upon you when you hang around the wrong people. But when you hang around Jesus, guess what's going to happen? You're going to talk like Jesus. You're going to think like Jesus. You're going to operate like Jesus. And you're actually going to obey the things that he has commanded you that he has said in the word for us to follow after. I want us to get into the word today uh, in John chapter 1 verse 14. John chapter 1 verse 14. Now remember what I read uh, in the previous weeks that the Bible says, as he is, so are we. As Jesus is, so are we. So Jesus said, I'm in the Father and the Father is in him. Now you and I get born again. We are in the Father and the Father is in us. Jesus was water baptized. We get water baptized. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. We receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Jesus um, uh, uh became the anointed one when the Holy Spirit came over him. He, he is the anointed one. Now you and I, also through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, have become anointed. We have received the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Okay? I'm making comparisons. This is Jesus. This is us. Uh, just to remind you, somebody would say, but why, why are you saying this? Because there's a lot of people who don't understand the seriousness of being a Christian being a Christian. We don't go to church just to ease our conscience and to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to one day go to heaven and I'm going to be with Jesus. No. When you become a born-again Christian, Jesus saved you with a purpose because he wants you to fulfill the Great Commission. Salvation is but the beginning of a lifetime's work that you are going to do for God here on earth. The reward is heaven. The blessings and the crowns we will receive up there is for the work that we have done here on earth. But a lot of people, uh, you know, call themselves Christians, but they're doing nothing for God and for His kingdom. They're in actual fact disobedient to God and His commandments. And then the argument will come and they will say, but that's not, you know, I can't do the works of Jesus. That's impossible. And yet I'm teaching you that you can do the works of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is very easy for you to do so. So in John chapter 1, let's read this. I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 5. It says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Listen to that. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Oh, who do you suppose we are talking about here? 
Jesus, of course, of course we're speaking about Jesus. Jesus was in the beginning with God and he is God. Jesus is God. He's the son of God. He is God. And he was in the beginning with God. Can you say amen? Verse 3 says, all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. Hallelujah. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Now go with me to verse 14. Verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word, Jesus, became flesh and dwelt among us. Now listen to this story, uh, this, uh, this verse. It says, The Word became flesh, dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The word beheld means to look upon, to see. So here we find John who is writing this, this, this uh, uh, portion of scripture. And he says, Jesus, the Son of God, who was with God from the beginning, came down to the earth and dwelt among us. And he says, we beheld his glory. We saw his lifestyle that he was leading. His lifestyle that he was leading. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And we beheld his glory. Now what does all of that mean? That when we, when we say that in the beginning was the Word. Well, when Jesus came down to the earth, people could read the scriptures off of his lifestyle that he led. In other words, he was a man who practiced what he was preaching. When he was preaching, he didn't just preach something and then not do it. Everything he preached on, everything that Jesus taught, the people beheld that and they saw, let me say it like this, the word or the Bible in action. Jesus didn't have to walk around with a big book under his arm to prove who he was. He was the word. He was the, he was the power. He was the glory. He is God in action on the earth right now. Can everybody understand that? Jesus is the word. The word came down to the earth and John says we saw his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. So they saw Jesus representing the Father. Jesus uh, uh, being God here on earth. But they saw through the miracles, the signs and the wonders that he had performed. So now... Jesus is not here with us, but we are here in his place. So go with me to Second Corinthians, uh, to, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, and we're going to read verse 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1. Now here we find that Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, and he says, verse 1 in chapter 3, Do we begin again to commend ourselves, or do we need some other epistles of commendation or letters of commendation from you? Verse 2, you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly you are an epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, 
but on tablets of flesh that is of the heart. Hallelujah. Now, it's, uh, it, it sounds, you know, very difficult, but it's really easy to, to um, understand this, that when Jesus was walking on the earth, when God came down in the form of man, he, he was teaching people, and then not only was he teaching people, but he was performing the words that he was teaching. There were signs, wonders, and miracles following him. Now, you and I today, when we become born-again Christians and we become believers of God, then we are going to have that very same experience. Paul says that the Word is written in our hearts. Now, that's when we receive Jesus in us, who He has become part of us. So when Jesus was walking on the earth, they saw the power of God on Him. And that was what convinced people. So when people look at you and I today, when we are walking on this earth, they should be seeing the power of God operating in our lives today. They shouldn't wonder, is that a Christian? They shouldn't ask the question, is he a man of faith or is, he, or is she a woman of faith? No, they should see how the word of God is operating inside of us through faith. We are like Jesus. When we walk on the earth, people are seeing the Word of God displayed through our lifestyle. I have a question to ask you. How do people see you? How do people look at you every day? What do people speak of you behind your back? Are you somebody who is living out that life of what it is to be a Christian? Are people seeing the Word of God being evident in your lifestyle? Or are you somebody who, who you know, lives one way on a Saturday and a, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and a Friday? And then on Sunday, all of a sudden, you have a personality change and you, begin, you become, you know, all religious and all holy and you do all the right things. And then when Monday comes, you know, you get out of that religious box and then you get back into the who you are and you begin to swear and fight and drink and hate and judge and criticize. Uh, is that how people perceive you to be as what a Christian is? Because that is the wrong way. Jesus didn't walk around hating and judging and criticizing. No. The Bible says in Acts 10.38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit who went about doing good, healing all of those who were oppressed of the devil. Hallelujah. That is what Jesus did. Jesus went about preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He, he was saying that the gospel of the kingdom, the, 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 the kingdom of God has come near you. And so he would bring a demonstration. He would cast out devils and he would heal the sick and, and he would multiply the fish and the bread and he would walk on the water. And Jesus just, his whole lifestyle was about signs, wonders and miracles. There was no hatred, bitterness, anger, jealousy, or pride within Jesus. But when you look at today how people are operating, when you say, I'm a Christian, people go to church. Well, I don't see that. I see Christians who are fighting. I see Christians who are arguing. I see Christians who are backstabbing. I see Christians who are, who are living a life of willful sinning. And I'm going to say that again, willful sinning. I see people who, whose mindsets haven't changed. Um, there is so much jealousy. There
there is so much pride, there is so much anger within the body of Christ. And I'm sorry to say, but that is not what Jesus was like. Jesus was somebody who went about doing good. Jesus was somebody who went about uh, displaying who the Father is because God was in him and he is in God. Amen. So we are Christians. We are to be like Jesus. Jesus was the word in action. Now you and I are on the earth, which causes us to be the word in action. Why? Because we have the word of God written in our hearts. And the scripture says it is known and read by all men. In other words, the lifestyle that you lead will tell the people around you who you are and who you represent. There are many people who go to church who do not represent God. They only represent a denomination. And they only do the things that the denomination has taught them. And I want to tell you that we are not to be followers of denominations. We are to be followers of the living God, Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? As he is, so are we. Go with me again back to John chapter 1. Let's read this again, John chapter 1, and I want us to read uh, 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 from verse... uh, uh, Let's read it again, verse 1. I love this portion of Scripture. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Now listen to this. Verse 4. In Him was life. What was in Him? Life. Praise God. And the life was the light of men. Now, who did He say is in Him? He said, I'm in the Father, and the Father is in me. Right? Now, you and I get born again. We are in the Father, and the Father is in us. So God was in Jesus, and he had the life of God inside of him. So we have Jesus living in us. So guess what? We have the life of God inside of us. Now watch verse 5. Verse 5 says, And the light shines in the darkness. Hallelujah. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. The darkness could not handle this light. And let me tell you, when you are a born-again Christian and when you get up and you go out and you begin to move with God and you begin to do the things of God, I'm telling you, your light, the light of Jesus inside of you is going to penetrate the darkness and the darkness cannot handle that. You will go through persecution. You will go through uh, mockery. People will mock you. People will judge you. People will criticize you. Why? Because they cannot handle the light that is inside of you. Amen? So Jesus is the life and the life is the light of men. Now go with me to Matthew chapter 5 and we're going to read verse 14 to 16. Matthew chapter 5. And it says this. Now this is the words of Jesus. And Jesus says, you are the light of the world. Come on, somebody. We, the church, the Christians, we are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. 
Now listen to verse 16. Here's the commandment that Jesus gives you and I. Because remember, now we have God living inside of us. God was living in Jesus. God is life. Life is light. We have Jesus in us. Jesus is life and life is light, right? So when we stand up, we are shining for Jesus. Now listen to what he says, verse 16. Commandment. This is a commandment. He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. When are you to do good works? Hallelujah. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. When you become a Christian, the day you give your heart to Jesus and you begin to become obedient to the commandments and the, the things that God has asked us to do, guess what? Your light becomes, uh, you become a shining light. And the moment you become a shining light, the, the, let me say it like this. The thing that will switch on the light of Jesus inside of you is when you begin to do good works. Jesus did good works every day. He preached the gospel every day. He cast out devils every day. He healed the sick every day. He prayed every day. He was busy in the community every day. That is what Jesus did. And so Jesus says to you and I that we are to do the same. Let your light so shine before men. Amen. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. When will God the Father in heaven receive glory? The moment you begin to do the works of Jesus. Amen. I hope you're receiving what I'm teaching you today. And I hope you take this to heart that God is encouraging you to say, listen, if you are a Christian, you should be doing the things that I'm doing. When you are walking, people should read the word of God off of your lifestyle. In other words, they should be seeing Jesus in action in you and working through you. Just like God did. Just like Jesus did. When Jesus spoke, he said, the words I'm speaking to you, I'm not speaking on my own authority, but it is the Father who is in me, who is speaking through me who is working through me now you and I are the same it is not me speaking today but it is Jesus in me speaking through me to you hallelujah and it is the Holy Spirit that is bringing the conviction it is the Holy Spirit that is bringing revelation it is the Holy Spirit that's bringing healing to us while we are hearing this word amen say this with me say as he is so are we in this world today Amen. I want you to go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And let's read this. I love this portion of scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20. And, I, and listen to this. Because here Paul gives a, 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 a strong statement. He makes a strong statement. And I want to share this with you today. Because we are Christians. Okay. So verse 20 says, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. What are we? Ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Amen. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Hallelujah. In other words, we need to come back to God. We are ambassadors for God. Now, what is another word for ambassador? Another word for ambassador is 
the word um, to be a, to be like a salesman. I am a I am a fourteen woordiger. A representative. I just got the word. Thank you, my son Stephen just helped me there. I'm a representative of God. That's the word ambassador to represent. So I have flown, my wife and I and my, and my family, we've flown to many different countries. And when I fly to the United States, for instance, so I get on the airplane here in South Africa, and when we take off and we fly, and the moment that airplane touches down on the soil of the United States, and the moment I step out of that plane, guess who I become? I become a representative of South Africa, our country. But guess what? The moment I step into a church as a minister, I step into the church, I become an ambassador for the South African church. Think about that. I become a representative of you, the viewer, of the churches of South Africa. So when I walk into a building in the United States, the audience will look at me, how I talk, how I worship, how I pray, how I preach, and everything I'm doing will represent the viewers or the church of South Africa, you guys that are watching me today. I am representing that. But now, think about this. The moment you and I step out of the church building in whatever country you are watching from, you become a representative of Jesus. You are representing God and His kingdom. You are representing the Son of the living God. How you talk, how you move, how you present yourself... Everything you do tells the world this is Jesus. Now think about this. If you walk around swearing and fighting and smoking and drinking and taking drugs and uh, arguing and the list goes on, uh, you are saying to the world this is what Jesus looks like. And that's a lie because Jesus was not like that. Did you hear what I'm saying? If you go out there into the world and you do all of these things that represents more the devil and the world more than it does Jesus, that's not how it should be. You and I are ambassadors of Christ. And to tell you also, you are an ambassador of your church. You are representing your church. You are representing your pastor. And so you need to know that when you, when you go out in the public, there are eyes on you, people watching you, and people saying, well, if that is how a Christian is, I don't want to be a Christian. Uh, it is sad to say my time has run out again, but I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus today. If you say, Dion, I'm hearing you teach all of these things, and, and golly, I've been calling myself a Christian, but I'm not, I'm not representing Christ the way I should be. And I'm sorry, I, I need to pray and ask God's forgiveness today. If you want to do that with me, let's pray right now. And you can ask God's forgiveness. And if you've lost your way uh, to Jesus, you can give your heart back to Jesus. So say this with me. Father God, please forgive me all my sins. And Jesus, come and live in my heart. I receive you as my God and Savior. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe God raised you from the dead. And I thank you, Lord, that you become my Lord today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that and believed that, you are now a Christian. 
I want to encourage you to be a shining light in your town, in your house, in your church, in your vicinity, wherever you go. Be a faithful representative of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Will you do that? Talk like Jesus, move like Jesus, act like Jesus. Be Jesus for a lost, hurting, and dying world today. Amen. We love you so much. We'll catch you next week again in the wonderful name of Jesus. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.